listen to this. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> welcome back to Be with CVFC. This is your Michigan State University CVFC girls coming at you with a new podcast. We're talking about Michigan State, all things green and white, and why you should choose to go to Michigan State too. Um, who wants to start? Who else is here? introduce yeah. yourself okay oh uh, yeah let me so yeah my name's sophia sophia pulos um i'm a freshman right now and my major currently is advertising management um to be determined for sure though <laughs> i like how you said currently <laughs> <laughs> it's the currently no, that's, yeah, that's so real um okay hey guys my name is amelia orlowski i'm also a freshman at msu this year and my current major is biochemistry and molecular biology. Oh, Again, wow. current. Okay. I am Olivia Blaufus. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm a junior here. I am studying social work. Bro, I was used to be a psych major, so we did change our major. It's an it happens so, all the time. All yeah. the time. It's okay to do that. We love it. Yeah. We love it. Um, hi, I'm Sedona. I'm a sophomore at MSU, and I am a sports journalism major. Okay. Ooh, okay, yeah. sports. Yeah, okay, sports. <laughs> <laughs> Go sports. My name is Bella Lee. I am a senior here at Michigan State University. Getting kind of scary, you guys. <laughs> um, and I'm studying creative advertising and psychology. Ooh. It took a couple trials and errors to get there, but we did. Yes. Speaking of... We all have very different majors for the most part. I mean, yeah, Sophia yeah. and I are both on similar trends. On, on similar like trends. <laughs> but she's a, she's a currently. I'm a, if, if I was a currently, I'd be in trouble. So, um, on that topic, how did everyone find out their majors? Just curious. Yeah. Okay. Or figure um, it out. Yeah. So I decided on advertising management um, because I wanted to do a little bit more of the I knew I wanted to do something in the marketing realm um I just wanted to do something more on the creative side and um more of the advertising where it was actually the ads rather than the analytical side which is a big marketing focus um that's why I chose advertising management uh like I said that is still um a current major I don't know for sure if I'm gonna stick with it but that's why I chose it (laughs) Awesome. Yes. Major slay. Was there something that you did in high school that like made you go towards that path? Because I remember when I was in high school, I like I didn't like any subject. Like yeah. I just like showed yeah. up to school. I was like strictly a Stuco girl, and that's like why I was at school. And no, student council yeah. was literally my personality. Like, yeah. I, I was like I don't know what to do. It was awesome, but like it kind of freaked me out because I was like I can't be a student council major. <laughs> so what am I gonna do? Yeah. So I did end up changing my major, but was there something that you did in high school that like made you want to choose that major? Yeah, for me, I knew that I wanted to do something business for a while. I've just always really been interested in um, like marketing from doing like graphic designs for different clubs I was in and like running the social media pages. I just always loved that kind of stuff. And also just like literally being on um, social media and like being on TikTok and stuff, I was always just interested in that kind of stuff. Um, and I guess those are the main things that made me interested in it. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Cutesy. Okay. <laughs> How are you, Amelia? Um, so, like, funny story, I applied to Michigan State as a communications major. So did I. For... <laughs> reason I didn't know why I didn't I had no idea what I wanted to do like I put in my application had no idea I was like I can switch it if I want to and obviously I did 
Um, but I chose biochemistry because it met a lot of the criteria to go to PA school at MSU. Slay. So kind of like yeah. trying to do both at once, but also like very, very current major. Like might switch to economics and go to <laughs> law school, but Ooh. girl, econ. <laughs> that is a special brain I do not have. Good for you though. But you. we'll we'll see where I end up. Next, we'll check back in in like a month, and it might be different. And that's totally okay. We yeah. have time. That's the you great thing about us. You guys have so much time. Yes. <laughs> you, I wish I had that time. <laughs> Me too. Uh, yeah, so I discovered social work. Um, I used to be a psych major, as I stated earlier. I was actually going to be an accountant. <laughs> like What? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, my dad's an accountant. My entire family is this. <laughs> It would have been such a train wreck. <laughs> my best friend who knew me very well told me that she's like, you are not passionate about that. You might be good at math, but it doesn't mean you're passionate about it. Hmm. And she encouraged me to follow my passion. And I kept wanting to get therapists on those career tests you take. Um, I was like, why don't I just pursue that? So ended up doing psych, um, found out psych is more of a theoretical approach to helping people, whereas social work's more of an action-based and advocacy-based approach. So I really resonated with that. And at MSU, I had to apply to the social work program. Uh, so it is a junior-senior program. So Okay, girl. Yeah, yes. yeah. I got it. Love like, that. Yeah. Look at you. There's about like 50 people in my cohort. So oh, yeah. Guys, that's prestigious. <laughs> yeah. That is very prestigious. Very cool. Ever, I hope you're clapping right now for Olivia Blaufus. <laughs> yeah. I'm just letting you know. I really wish that we could play like one can of those clapping. now because it's more of a smaller class size whereas like psychology that's I think it's actually was the biggest undergraduate program when I entered as a freshman so it's it's nicer to have a smaller program and only one year of grad school shout out if you want to be a psych look into social work because you can get your MSW in one year instead of two okay yeah yeah I love that for you. Yes, that was my journey. So proud of you. That's <laughs> awesome. You. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. What about you, Donnie? Um, <laughs> I think I have always, I've always said that I was lucky because I always knew what I wanted to do from like my freshman year of high school, which thank God, because I can't make a decision to save my life. Um, so I was always around sports growing up. I played like every sport. My brother played like every sport. So freshman year of high school, I started working for our hockey team, doing social media for them. Did that for four years. And then wise words from my yearbook teacher was she was a journalism major at msu i think msu i'm pretty sure but i wasn't sure what major to go with (laughs) um and she always told me it was more about what you do and the experience you get versus like the major that's written on paper yes so yes (laughs) take that and run with it take that so um i went with journalism because i thought it would teach me more of what I didn't know versus like digital storytelling which might have been things I already knew and taught myself so I wanted to learn more and expand myself so I could do more in the future but then also get like internships within like social media and video which is what I knew I was more specifically passionate about and MSU has a bunch of opportunities within sports which I'm a sports journalism major so like I are I work for our athletic department right now and I knew coming here that there's a lot of opportunities to work with sports in social media. So I'm lucky because I kind of knew exactly what I wanted to do. You are but, lucky. But and you're yeah, good at it. Thanks. You're really good at thanks. it. Thanks. <laughs> She's so cheesy right now. I wish I could, I could show you guys what she looks like. She's so cute. Bella, what about you? You guys, tell us your journey. I had a rough journey, you guys. <laughs> that's okay. That's all right. So I, again, 
wanted to be a student council major. Um, the only class that I took that I liked was my senior year of high school. It was psychology. And didn't know what I wanted to do with it, but I was like, that could be really cool. Just like Amelia, I applied to Michigan State with a communications major in mind, mainly because they didn't have undecided as like a as like an option. So I was like, that's the safest option. No offense to communications majors out there because they do communicate very well. But um, once I like figured it out, I did change my major to psych, and the route I was on was like the natural science route. Um, spoiler alert, I'm a 2020 high school graduate, so my freshman year at Michigan State looked a lot different than, than these people around me. Um, I did not go to school my first year. I did move into an apartment my second semester, but I never lived on campus, so I've never had that experience before, and all of my classes were online until the first semester of my sophomore year. So I was pre-med psychology, <laughs> which is wow. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to become a pediatric psychiatrist and like kind of like go through that those motions I still don't really know what that means but that was like something that I was thinking about except you guys I was paying so much money to do these like chemistry labs and I would basically play like a video game that was like pour this chemical into this chemical and see what it does it was like thousands of dollars to do that. And I was like, there's no way. I was like, there is no way I can like become like a doctor or I can like get a degree in this when I don't even know what I'm looking at. Like it was like not tangible for me. Um, so I started to have a crisis my sophomore year of college. I was like, you know what? I, I was in my first chem lab and every time I went in there, like in person, every time I went in there, I was like, I need to get out of here. Every day I would post on my private Snapchat story and say, today is the day I changed my major. <laughs> Except I didn't know what I was going to change it to. Um, since I lived, I lived in my sorority house at the time. And a lot of them are either nurses or teachers or something in that line. So I was like, I'm going to be a teacher. I did not become a teacher. <laughs> but I really thought for a second I was going to be a teacher because I was like, what else can I even do? What am I even good at? Like, I didn't even, I didn't know. Um, and then I was talking to my dad and I love taking pictures and videos and that whole thing. And I didn't know what that could look like as a career or like what I could make of that. Um, so I changed to creative advertising, um, which has been like my greatest thing I've ever done. It's like my favorite. Once you find your major, it like, you know, like it's, it's really, you know, and, I didn't want to throw away all my psychology credit, so I'm, I have an additional degree, they call it, in psychology, because psychology can't be a minor at Michigan State, because it's too loaded. So <laughs> I get 30 credits instead of, like, 26 or something. Um, but seriously, like, once, once you find, like, what clicks for you and, like, what makes school fun, it's, like, such a different experience. But the thing is, you don't really have to know. Like, there's really no pressure to, like, figure out, like, what exactly you want to do, and it's fine to, like... I mean, I switched. I just remembered I switched three times. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought, or twice. I switched twice. Or I've had three different majors. Um, and that's fine. That is, like, so totally fine. You can, like, take elective credits and, like, see if there's something that you like. Or, like, join clubs and see if there's anything that can, like, broaden your skill set or make you more well-rounded. Um, and there's so much opportunity for that at MSU. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I love that you talked on your freshman experience being a little different. I'm going to pick on Amelia and Sophia now because oh, they're a current freshman, so they haven't been on campus for too long. But I just kind of want you to talk about, like, how your transition from high school to Michigan State has been and what that looked like for you. 
Well, um, if and you guys don't know, um, me, Sophia, and Olivia, we all went to the same high school. Yes. And it was like Okay. Don't <laughs> <laughs> and I are on the other side of the table, like a little bit on number. <laughs> it was like we came from such a big school that I feel like our transition was like almost like seamless, at least for me, because I was already used to like walking around and like getting lost like on your very first day. And you're like, I've never been in this building. I don't know what, what floor I'm on or where I'm going. And like, especially like meeting new people, I feel like is nothing new to us because in high school we would like walk into a class and I would look around. And I'm like, oh, I don't know any of these people. And then you would make friends like over like the first couple weeks yeah because we went to PSEP the school with uh three schools that you have to walk around in between classes and it's literally torture in the winter <laughs> when there's rain blowing in your face and, and you uh, slip and, on the sidewalk yeah and, and then you, you just want to go home yeah <laughs> there's about like seven thousand students yeah so like to scale that to your high school there's seven thousand students yeah so. so it's like a mini college campus itself so anyways <laughs> yeah so it will like so i'd say similarly um, for me, it was a pretty smooth transition where I'm used to being around this many people. And Amelia and I were both very involved and we're both still involved coming to college. So that transition, like there are so many ways to find, like I've joined a bunch of random clubs just because I thought it might sound interesting here on campus and it's their low commitment. And I've just came to a few here and there, kind of like Bella was touching on, like saying how just join clubs try stuff out if you don't really know what you want to do. That's what I've been trying to do, and it's been going well so far. I've already, like, knocked a few things off that I'm like, okay, I'm never going to do that again, <laughs> um, which, like, is totally good. So, um, yeah, that's where I've been at right now. Yeah, I feel like I've met a lot of, like, out-of-state people, too. Yeah. And, like, there's really – cool. I feel like we have, like, a good variety of, like, people that come from, like, small towns and out-of-state. I've met so many people from, like – California and like, and international. Mm. I've met mm. so many international really? students. Yeah, have you guys <laughs> not? Yeah. My roommate's international. Really? Yeah, she I don't rock. know. Shout out <laughs> Kathleen. I love that, no, but literally, that's so interesting. I mean, I think freshman year coming in, I came off of like a COVID year, so like walking into Michigan State, like it was a little different transition. Um, honestly, like in high school, I didn't feel like I had like a really great comfort spot, like at a place of people. So I think like CVFC was my place at the time and like it still is one of my comfort spaces. So I think coming into college, I kind of was lost in like how to make friends, which I think is this phenomenon that like doesn't really happen when you're in high school because you're surrounded by people and you talk to each other all the time. But if you get in a big lecture hall, and you don't really want to talk that day and like sometimes you're not going to make friends as easily sometimes so what my roommate and I did was we would go forget to buy tape except <laughs> we'd go to each door on our hall and we'd ask for tape and we'd start oh my gosh hi like who are you like what's your major like what's what are you doing and by the end of that we ended up with like six or seven dispensers of tape but we also knew everybody on our floor so it that's was kind of genius. Yes. Like, yeah. Really I was going to say, yeah. it's so fun. It. Like, it's just like, a, like, honestly, everyone in college is looking for the connection and everyone yeah. is looking for a sense of belonging. So I think knocking down the fear of, oh, I'm not going to be able to talk to this person because I'm not like, I don't know, cool, smart, whatever enough. 
that's not even existent in college because everyone just wants to know you as an individual. So that's kind of how I've learned to like navigate socially here. But it can be very overwhelming at the start, I will say. But definitely staying with a positive attitude, self-care, definitely, definitely helpful. I don't know if any of you have a similar experience. I totally all. relate to that. Yeah. That's literally exactly <laughs> how my experience was. And like yeah. that's so real because literally everyone, like the first month, um, I mean, of being here was like so willing to like talk to you. Like everyone had their doors open in my hall and like definitely some floors like you find that there are people like some of my friends they're, they're all best friends on their floor like besties my floor we started with our doors open but honestly we didn't all vibe together which is totally okay we found different friend groups somewhere else but I still know a lot of people on my floor and we all like are chill everyone everyone's definitely I've found has been a lot more chill than in high school and willing to like talk to new people I'm not gonna lie nobody on my floor left our doors open <laughs> I didn't know. See, that different, different we all collectively kept our doors shut except for one girl. She always had her door open. Grace, she probably but, wanted a friend. Uh, <laughs> but like that makes me so sad. Slowly, it took a while, but slowly we have gotten to know each other like pleasantly. Like nice. I know, I do know girls, but it wasn't like that. Like instant connection, mm-hmm. that instant like best friend group you hear about on like TikTok or like. People that say, like, oh, I knew everybody on my floor. So it's, like, I feel like it's just, it depends on the group of people. Mm -hmm. And all the girls are, like, super nice still. It's just, like, it was, like, different vibes than, like, what I thought it would be, you know? Yeah, I had a similar experience, and that was actually something I struggled with a lot, was, like, hearing about that stereotypical experience and, like, comparing, like, the girls, I was never close with the girls on my floor, even after living there for a whole year. I ended up on the honors floor somehow as the only not honors student. Me and my, <laughs> me, really, me and really my, me and my roommate just weren't honors students, so I don't really know how that happened. Um, but that was something I struggled with for a long time and also coming to terms with the fact that I like being alone a lot. When you hear of all these people making best friends, like Welcome Week and all that was like, I was just comparing myself the entire week. And then slowly as the year went on, I realized that, like, it's okay to just be acquaintances with the people in my hall. Like, I had other friends who lived further away, which also makes that hard because that comparison, you're like, they're always hanging out. I have to walk all the way across campus. But, like, when you come to terms with that and, like, you start to find your friends and you find your people and your routine. Like, I wasn't finding myself wanting to hang out with people every single day. I kind of like to rot in my room a lot. So it was just, like, figuring out, like... That's so real. I love love to rot. The college rot is real. And I still do, and I live in a house with 50 girls, and I still rot alone in my room. So, like, it's just finding what works for you and, like, not comparing yourself to others, which is so hard. That's its own issue. The FOMO can be so real, but you just need to let it go. Like, it's not that deep. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's so true. Speaking of living with 50 girls, I think we should segue a little bit. I can't speak on that last topic because I didn't live in the dorms, unfortunately, but I did live in the sorority house that Sedona was just talking about. Um, So I kind of consider that to be my dorm experience because – so I went through recruitment, sorority recruitment, freshman year in the fall on Zoom. Yeah. That's how awesome does that sound? Yeah, absolutely not. How awesome. Go white. It sounds so awesome and it absolutely wasn't. So gosh, I hope they don't hear this. Anyway, um so (laughs) I mean it was great. It was great, Panhel. It was awesome. Um but 
I didn't get to live in those in the dorms. I actually lived in an apartment my the second half of my freshman year. And I lived with um, two girls I went to high school with, one of them being one of my really great friends, and then um, a girl that we just found mutually. And I just remember, like, the neighborhood I was in in my apartment, I was, like, washing dishes one time. And I'm, like, looking out the window, I'm like, oh, such a nice day. And then, like, eight boys from my high school, like, walked by my window, and I was like, why did I move all the way here (laughs) to be around the exact same people I was around? Really scary times, you guys. Mm. But anyway... My dorm experience was living in my sorority house. Um, It was crazy. I can't lie to you. It was um, an experience like no other. But in the same way of like my pledge class, like my my group of girls that I went through recruitment with, they we all didn't know each other. Like none of us were at Michigan State. So it was like the same thing of like we're moving in. We're like leaving our doors open, going down to dinner together, going for walks, like going down um, to Grand River to like get some food or walk to the library together to like study hours and things like that. Um, it, it was an experience for sure that I took advantage of and like didn't, didn't think of all the positives when I was living in the house. It can become so overwhelming, you guys, like especially <laughs> in like a brand new environment where like you never live with that many people mm-hmm. like that is a lot of roomies yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a lot of that is a lot of roomies what do you think Sedona? isn't um, it a lot of roomies it's a lot of roomies which is why I prioritize getting my own room in the house yeah. it's something I had to work for but it was definitely worth it um again because I think I I know myself and I got to know myself well enough throughout my freshman year that I knew like I would not be sane if I couldn't have my own like space to like not hide but hide yeah like when you You need to separate yourself when like you're around so many people sometimes like Like, you said like we go down to eat dinner all together at the same time every single day like there's enough time to hang out together (laughs) it sounds like satire it sounds really (laughs) satire it's like not real yeah no it's not but besides being in greek life um well do you want to expand a little more on greek life oh do you want me to i feel like a little bit what do you want me what do you want us to talk about i I feel like Greek life is like at least talking to like Sophia like it's su- something that like everyone knows about but nobody knows what goes on okay. me either. in Greek life yeah like me that- either <laughs> <laughs> like also me either um so I have never deemed myself when especially like when I was in high school I was like yeah Sedona and I both like we I was not a sorority girl girl I don't know what I I rushed I was, the plot. I was, like, you know that TikTok trend that's, like, you weren't a teenage dirtbag. You were in Seussical. I was. <laughs> yeah. You know, ta- you know what I'm talking about? Like, uh, dude, yeah. I I was, like, I was student council president, like, goody two-shoes, like, did, like yeah. followed all the rules, like, wanted to be, like, a good example. And, like, the stigma behind Greek life is, like, it's all stuff that isn't like that. You yeah. know what I mean? And the reality of it is that it is, like, very focused on philanthropy. I'm vice president of philanthropy of my... Mm sorority right now Sedona's on my philanthropy team what's philanthropy because girly pop does not know (laughs) (laughs) philanthropy philanthropy so every chapter on campus every house house. (laughs) sorry I am not a great person (laughs) so every house every house on campus has its own philanthropy and it's a national charity that they work towards and they donate money to and they raise awareness for so Sedona and I are in Zeta and ours is breast cancer education and awareness so all of the Zeta chapters um around wherever they are they all raise money for the same thing so I like was in Tennessee this weekend visiting my friends and one of my friends is a Zeta and they had like a philanthropy event like and that was for the same thing that we do and like it's it's super cool it like really shows like sisterhood um but it's like really focused on like 
it is focused on stuff like that, like getting to know each other, studying with each other, like building each other up, mm-hmm. um, working towards your philanthropic goals. Like right. it really is like a mentorship thing. And like, I, I have grown a lot since being in Greek life and it wasn't something that I ever thought that I was going to do or anything that like, I never deemed myself as a sorority girl. And mm-hmm. honestly, my friend, one of my best friends from high school signed me up without me knowing yeah. um, no and way. said, you're doing wow. this. And it was before we knew that Michigan State was online that first year. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, you're doing this. And I was like, okay, like, sh- I think she paid my fee. There's oh, wow. like a $30 rush fee or something. And I think <laughs> she like paid the fee and she was like, you're doing this. Yeah. Because she was like, you've been involved in something. You've been part of something for so long. She's like, I'm so scared you're going to get to Michigan State and you're not going to understand what it's like to not be part of something. So, like, you at least, like, need to try it out, like, be part of something for a little, like, get your grounding. And she's right. Like, I will say, like, Greek life isn't everything. Like, I I won't die on the hill. Like, I'll be honest. (laughs) But it does somehow make the big campus feel a lot smaller. If you want to to find a community that makes 55,000 people not feel like 55,000 people, try it it could be it could be fun like it's not don't get me wrong it's not for everybody it is not for everybody um but i was i was very drawn in too by like as much as it's not student council it kind of is it is there's 150 (laughs) girls in our chapter and you can hold a leadership role like exactly how i did in high school with Mm. a student council so that's something that like it's familiar i didn't i didn't decide to rush for that but once i did i realized that there was opportunities to hold leadership positions which is probably very appealing to all of our student council kiddos because that was like that's why i'm still here probably and it's like I it's a way <laughs> no take it's a way for me to find like a purpose and still being able to serve others while like also being a part of something that I just have fun with too like there's a double purpose there I feel yeah. like which I really have enjoyed about Greek life I mean that's a part of all clubs too though leadership right roles there's leadership roles in so everywhere. many clubs like yeah Sophia yeah. and I just came from Vim yeah. which is the the fashion magazine on Michigan State's campus we rushed right over to Olivia's house from them. <laughs> yes. Um and there's it's really cool. They like literally produce a magazine every semester and you get to talk about fashion and beauty and fun things. It's yeah. really fun. So there's like social events too. There's like the fashion show every semester, right? Yeah. yeah, like it's a super cool club also. What other ones are we involved in? Well, you're you're in a business frat, Sophia. So why don't we talk about that? Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Back yeah. to Greek life. Okay, <laughs> bring it back. Reel it in. Um, yeah. So I originally wanted to do a sorority, um, because I wanted, like they were saying, I wanted that community. I've always been involved. I wanted something like that. Um, but once I got here, I started learning more about business frats, and um, I found that since I'm going into business, um, being in a business frat seemed like it would be a more well-rounded like fit for me since I would get um yes that social aspect from like getting to meet a lot of people and having that community and networking and such but then I also get that aspect of um professionalism and growing um professionally so I've already like grown a lot with like making resumes learning how to like act in interviews um just like some things we've had to go through like it's all just been uh um good experience definitely and I'm glad I chose it because it is so well-rounded and it almost feels like I'm able to combine um rather than doing like a sorority and then also doing other business clubs I'm able to combine it all in one and get them both done at once so it's pretty cool and they also have like 
law frats. Yeah. Med law. frats. Yeah. Psychology mm-hmm. frats. Is it five psychology frats? Yes. Is that like a frat? All yeah, of the above. Like honor society. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, it's... Ignore me then. My it's teacher, still, it's still Greek letters. Bye, Kai. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of professional fraternities, actually, that, like, yeah. are super, super helpful that I have a lot of friends in. And so even I'm like, glad you like it because yeah. it is helpful. Literally. And I wish even, I knew about it sooner, I'll yeah. be honest. Even PCT, because I'm in um, Phi Chi Theta. Um, there are a lot of other business frats, but inside of these business frats, um, we... Uh, <laughs> sorry, oh my god. I'm sorry, I was Olivia almost lit her phone. <laughs> Olivia almost lit her phone on there. Um, anyways, inside of these business frats, there are also non business majors. So you don't have to be a business major to be in it. We have like medical majors, we have um, literally like astrology major, I'm pretty sure. I don't know, the randomest stuff. Um, it doesn't matter, it just like helps you grow professionally, and so, um, all in all, it can be helpful to like any majors. So moving on. <laughs> uh, I was a student athlete. What? Wait, what? what? Um, student athletes out it's there, my, huh? Who? It's my most forgotten era. Of <laughs> she brought it up today, and I was yeah. like, "What is she?" I, we about? actually were talking, and I was like, "I forgot I was a student athlete because that was just a part of my life that I forgot about." Um, yeah, fr- <laughs> freshman year, I tried to do the whole "let's find a community" vibe, and I decided to try out for rowing. Um, I have never rowed a day in my life and they have a novice team here. So yeah. they teach you how to row, which is super cool. All you had to do was run three miles and I was in cross country. So I said, Hey, why not? Made it on the team. Um, it was a uh, 6am lift every <laughs> Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 7am practice on Saturday mornings and a three hour practice every <laughs> single day for six days. Um, it was a really cool experience, not gonna lie. Uh definitely was a was a vibe. I got to row a boat, um, which sounds really dumb, but it's actually really fun when you're all in tune. Uh and it's very like teamwork esque. It was cool to learn a new sport, cool to have a group of girls that were very motivated, very um like study oriented. So I really enjoyed that aspect of sports. I also got to go to Ohio State and see like their club and like what their boathouse looked like, so and I got a bunch of free swag. They took it away from me, though, because I did quit. They take it away? <laughs> they take it away? I knew that. That's evil. Yeah, they take it away. They wouldn't let you. Did, you. did you get the cool backpack? The bubble backpack? Not, not yet. Like, I mean, it's gone now. But you like, did. I did. I you had, had it. I had the backpack. If you wow. don't know, there's, like, student athletes have the certain backpack. Um, and you just, yeah, you can just, like, see them. Every back. single school, bubble the bubble backpack. backpack. Um, I had the bubble backpack. I was, you know, athleisure the whole time, which also didn't make me happy. Um, and honestly, at the end of the day, the reason I ended up quitting rowing was because I told myself, how is rowing a boat three hours a day going to help me become a therapist? It's not. So, yeah. So we transitioned, That's and fun. now I work for community mental health. And I've also been in programs called um, the Adolescent Diversion Program. So I got to mentor a youth in the juvenile system for 18 weeks as part of one of my classes. And now I work with youth five ages 5 to 17 who are struggling with mental health concerns. And I also have an internship at the Couples and Family Therapy Clinic. So I'm actually doing stuff I'm passionate about and excited about and not sitting in a boat for three hours. 
Um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And I, I get to sleep in. Oh my gosh. You guys are so sweet, but yeah, definitely athlete can go a certain way, but it is definitely a lot on time management wise. Um, I think, yeah, I think like also, uh, I would say for student athletes that especially because we're at a big 10 division one university, they'd expect you to be an athlete over a student and that's not really talked about a lot. They also uh, encourage a lot of t- nutrition stuff, which I wasn't super into. I really didn't like that there were girls on my team talking about what foods you should and shouldn't eat. Um, I think of, you know, I believe in intuitive eating, so it just really wasn't the greatest environment for like my self-esteem and mental health. So that was, but that was my experience. I know some people enjoy that as well, but it's just something to think about. Yeah. Speaking of (laughs) athletics, I think we should talk about some stereotypes uh, Mm. between of Michigan State. Yeah. Well, first of all, our football team's not doing that great right now. (laughs) We're a basketball school. We're a basketball school. Yes, look out. Basketball 2023, 2024. But I think... You know, there is that, that rivalry we have, you guys, mm-hmm. against our U of M friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are playing them. We're recording this on, I know this is going to come out in November, but we're recording this on October 16th. Um, this Saturday, we will be face-to-face with our Wolverine <laughs> friends. We also, we also <laughs> friends? Them on Wednesday, and we're probably going to win. Okay. So, like, hey. Okay. Hey. Okay, volleyball. Volleyball Great. school. Volleyball um, school and basketball. And soccer school. And soccer school. For sure. This year's soccer school. Okay, but stereotypes. Yeah. Back to it. Um, guys, the rivalry can be real. And it's kind of fun sometimes. Yeah. When it's it's playful. When it's playful, it's really (laughs) fun. But does anyone have, like, going to Michigan State, I mean, you hear, like, the typical, like, like, people will say this weekend, like, during Michigan, Michigan State, they'll be like, oh, this was your safety school. Yeah, like, meaning, yeah. like, you went to Michigan State because you didn't get into U of M. Or, like, they, I don't know. It's just stuff that, like, which isn't true. I didn't even apply to U of M. So, like, when they say that, to, see? And when I, like, and I love to tell them that. It's yes. my favorite thing. Um, not to, no hate to Absolutely U of M not. at we all. Love, love that school. Um, it's just a different environment. It's totally different. And I want you guys to listen to U of M's podcast too, because it, Michigan and Michigan State truly, truly are two separate beasts. Yes. Like mm-hmm. they, they are two schools that are built around completely different things yeah, and, really. um, have their own beautiful history and, and culture and yes. everything. So, I was going to say, I want to talk about a little bit about the campus. So, like, the differences between MSU and Michigan, if you don't know, Michigan is basically, like, a school that's built into Ann Arbor, whereas Michigan State is, like, a college with a city around it. Mm-hmm. So, it's a very different yeah. feel when you go to Ann Arbor and you go to U of M. It's more of, like, you're in a city and you're living in a city, but there's a college campus there, whereas MSU, I feel like our college campus is very separate from the city like I always joke with people that I never see kids ever because it's just college students like the whole time it's very distinct it's you know where campus ends and where it starts all the time and that's not the same vibe with Michigan at least when I have visited and gone there so I will say that is like a major difference but like that's just Mm -hmm. one of the things that are different between the two Mm -hmm. schools and I feel like this is just something we have to touch on when we're talking about U of M versus Michigan State a big thing that like talking to my friends who are at Michigan right now compared to Michigan State is that Michigan is a lot more competitive mm. overall mm-hmm. from clubs to 
like just school in general to like life there. Um, Michigan State is still competitive, um, but Michigan's just a whole nother level um, where a lot of clubs are just very, very difficult to get into and it's very cutthroat. Michigan State has been a little bit less of that cutthroatness, um, you want to put it like that, but it's still like everything has been very beneficial. So I just want to make sure that like when considering Michigan State, like it's still such a great school and there's still like competitiveness, but like Michigan, you just have to be aware going into that, that you will be put in a very competitive atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like Michigan State is like so like Liv was saying, kind of like it's a separate entity from the city itself. And I feel like it makes it more homey. Like Mm. if you're really into like that, like whole like separation and like having like a space for like campus and then having a space for like shopping, hanging out with friends and everything like that, then I feel like Michigan State is a great option for anybody that wants that. And like when making your college decision, like ultimately – it really, you need to pick the school that, like, really, like, you fall in love with. Not mm-hmm. because you think it's a better school or somebody else is telling you that this is the best school for you. Because ultimately, that is, like, your decision to make. And, like, no one is going to judge you for that at the end of the day because it is, it's your life. It's in your career, too. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Absolutely. It's, like, it's your education. It's, like, the way, the path that you want to take. And I know that, like, between Michigan and Michigan State, I remember when I toured Michigan when I was in high school, I wanted to be an architect. <laughs> so that would have been another oh, another architect. thing. And Michigan didn't have a program for that. Like, there's going to be things that, like, Michigan and Michigan State, like, won't be able to support for you if Absolutely. you don't want, you know? Like, yeah. Michigan State for Sedona has, like, the best sports journalism yeah, program like ever. Renowned journalism program with like almost entirely a female staff, which is something that I thought was really cool. And Michigan doesn't even have a journalism program. I don't think. I think I was gonna do like communications there. So like you just, it's just a different experience based yeah. on what you are, what you really want. Yeah. yeah. And if you are searching for that competitive atmosphere at Michigan State, they do offer an honors college option. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends, I'm not personally in the honors college, but a lot of my friends, their experiences through that is that there are smaller classes. They get to pick their classes before the general student population. And but they do also have to do some additional work as well on top of that. So if you are searching for a more competitive atmosphere and kind of to be pushed a little more academically, you can also look into that honors op- option as well. And another thing that we have too is residential colleges. Um, so we have Lyman Briggs College, which is more like science med, that kind of area. Um, we have James Madison College, which is like pre-law public policy, criminal justice type vibes. Um, and we also have the Residential College of Arts and Humanities, or ARCA, which is like arts arts and humanities, basically. <laughs> um, my roommate's an ARCA major, so again, shout out <laughs> Kathleen. Um, but yeah, and like I was just looking, we are scheduling our classes soon, and she literally has like 10 people in her classes mm-hmm. because like it like makes it... Yeah. Like, and it is competitive. You have to apply. Once you get into Michigan State, you have to apply again to, like, get into those residential colleges. And then you get to live in the dorms with them. And then it becomes, like, a smaller community, almost like how Sedona and I are in Greek life. Um, But 
yeah, like that makes it a more competitive aspect too. If that's something that you're really, really looking for and another school, even if it's not U of M just doesn't have it. Um, I will always say like, I love our campus. I think it's so beautiful. So pretty. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's, it's like nothing you ever see. Like I just visited one of my friends down South and her campus is gorgeous, but it's nothing like Michigan State's like, it's, it's just a different vibe. And her, her school was like integrated into the city as well, just like U of M, but and she loves it. Like, you know what I mean? And it's awesome to visit. But for me, I think having that separation between, like, campus and, like, real life, what we call it here at Michigan <laughs> yeah. State, like, a real person house, like, it's it's different. And it's so special to, like, live in that community where it's, like, only college students. And, like, it it's somewhere to actually call your own that's, like, made for, made for us. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. That's yeah. amazing. I think that that just makes Michigan State so special. Is It is one other thing to mention is that Michigan State is very big. There will be a lot of walking um, involved. Oh, go ahead. Get a scooter. I have... Listen, don't hate on me because I bought a scooter and I love it. It That's is horrific. I saw you scooter in the other day. Did you really? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, you guys, I, love that. I can get, I can cut a forty-minute walk into a six-minute scooter. Oh. I'm not kidding you. Get a scooter <laughs> or get, so get a spin pass too. because okay, it or, is worth it. Or even a bike. I've got a bike. Or even a bike. I love my bike with my. Olivia's life. eyes are huge right now. <laughs> get yourself Wait, a sorry. bike. I, I know. Embarrassing. Somebody, I knew somebody who ran their bike into a catabus. Okay, okay, be careful on your like, bike. But like, that's he, that was dumb. No, and then I also gas. know someone who so, fell off a bus or uh, their bike. Bus? Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they fell off a bike. But it was okay, I feel like that's a personal problem. That is a personal. Yeah. That is I'm a personal problem. Enough. They were in the same I need, family. I need so four like, wheels. On like, it has to have four wheels if I'm going to ride okay. it. No. Like a car like, or so a Sedona's on a tractor. What? We are an agriculture school. Yes. Michigan yeah. Agricul- <laughs> Agricultural School College. We have a farmhouse. farmhouse. farmhouse for us. There's cows. There are cows. You know we don't make our own ice cream, though? I do. It's not the right, it's not our milk. It's dry. Stop. Don't. Okay, we're not exploding everything. Cut it out. Sorry, I just thought it was really interesting. I love the dairy store. Yeah, but after, oh my God, after the COVID, it's not our cow's milk. Guys, can we go to the dairy store we right now? 10.15 oh, <laughs> p.m. That one rock. Every time me and Brooke yeah, try to go, it's cold. I wish. Next time Brooke's in town, we'll go. It was close for spring break. And we'll all go together. We cried. It would be awesome. <laughs> we literally cried. It's but okay, anyway, how are we feeling, you guys? Uh, I feel like that was Michigan State in a 30-minute, in a 40-minute episode, whatever. Yeah, yeah and... I don't know what day this podcast drops, but I hope it's a Monday because we have <laughs> college takeovers all week um, yes. where Michigan State students are going to be on the Instagram story and we're going to be answering your questions. So if you listen to this podcast and you were waiting for us to talk about something and we just never got to it, please leave us a question. We will answer it on our Instagram story. We love talking to you guys. We are so happy we got to share about our school that we love so much. Um, and yeah, does anyone have any final so- thoughts? Nah, just please go, reach out. If go you green, go white, go can't white. read, can't write is our stereotype, but go uh, green, go white is the best. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a stereotype, but it's but not true at all. It's not true, <laughs> but I had to tell everybody who doesn't know the lore. That's it is yes. the lore. It is it's the lore. lore. You have to just play into it, and I love our Michigan folks, but MSU is significantly better. <laughs> <laughs> and on that <laughs> note... <laughs>